A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Finally, we can get into our round results video. But firstly, the final game of the round, Tigers v. the Eels. We'll go through that one and then get into my team, the rankings for overall. We're also going to look at our leagues as well as the people squad. So in this one, Moses came back with a cracker game. That up and down type of score, very much like Robbo and a little bit of Harry Grant the last few weeks as well. So this shows that it can happen very regularly. And it shows that Moses is such an important player here. 42 in the first half and picked up another 31 in the second. So very good game for him. Ran the footy, also had plenty of kick meters, four tries there and kick goals. So we spoke about Eels as a team that has a bunch of easier teams coming up compared to what they played at the start of the year. They did almost butcher this one. And you know, if it wasn't for that poor Charlie Staines drop when he thought he was close to sideline when he wasn't, it might've been a little bit different, but Anyway, interesting uh, on the on the Eels in that one. And, you know, Staines, he had a pretty solid game overall. He helped them get that last try and then had that blunder. So that is that. So Moses, still a great option coming into the next bunch of games. Junior Tupo had a cracker there at 65. He you know, had a, a mixture of some amazing efforts and then had three errors in this one as well. So not ideal. Bit of an awkward price, guys. It's gone up, you know, 77K across the year, 400K. Don't look at him. Don't bother in this Tigers outfit considering they have a buy as well heading into round seven. Adam Dewey, unfortunate for him. Very, very sad news about his ACL. Uh, it's just sad. Three times on the one leg. That's really tough. And he was looking to be a potential option over the next few weeks. If you held on to him, you got that 61, thankfully. He played really, really well. And just a shout out to all the people that were asking me about Tanner Boyd and his tri-saver. He did get a tri-saver there. He's up to 40. Miller went up to 57 as well. Jackson Ford up to 52. And and then all the Thursday night game, the Storm game there, and the uh, the Broncos game have both updated. So thankfully, it's all set. And finally, I can make this video. That's uh, what, 11.20 on, uh, on, on Tuesday morning there. So as I say, a bit of a condensed week. If you're seeing this after the video I had before, I need to get that out so you guys had something to watch. Uh, considering there's going to be three videos today coming out uh, in this condensed week. So yeah, again, sorry for the multitude of videos, but hopefully you can watch them. And yeah, that first one there, plenty of buy planning on the, all those guns for around 13, 14. And sort of, you know, having one eye on those type of decisions that you're going to make and what guns to bring in on those, you know, around 13 and 14 buys is, is really important. 
uh, considering we probably get most of us are going to trade three times this week. So that's that. All right, so Madison was a great trade in as well. And up with 73 minutes in that middle role, which was great. And you know, limited ish on the attacking side, had a few negatives as well at neg nine, but four tackle breaks there, 42 uh, tackles, 191 meters. My worry with him is that I think he's someone that can probably play Origin. And the way he's playing at the moment, I think he should get that spot. Like he, since he's come back in round four, he's been great and you know, should continue to score this way going forward. So averaging 62, looks like it didn't matter whether you play, it didn't matter, son. <laughs> um, if he was playing in the middle or if he was playing on the edge there. One one thing I will note is obviously Junior Palo is back next week, so potentially a few less minutes for Maddo and you know, Widermill Greg there only played the 19. Hopgood played some decent minutes as he dropped down. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. Uh, it was hard to get a bit of a clear picture this week as to how it's going to play out with, with Junior not playing. So let's see what happens next week and, and go from there on guys like Maddo if you do want to pick them up. Does play in 13, doesn't play in 14. Johnny Bateman, so 96 for him. Why am I talking like I'm in English? That was bad. I uh, hope you had a laugh anyway. 713K for him. So he's down 96 now, and this gets into more of a territory of buying him. So after their buy in round seven, I'm looking at him and Isaiah Papali'i, both scoring very similar in this one. Uh, perhaps they're averaging 60.6 and doing a great job. Uh, obviously a little bit down on his starting price, which is good for us. Means we can pick him up at a solid uh, clip there. Bateman owned by 0.5%. I think Isaiah Papali'i is a very similar mark there. Well, he's a 5.2. Not not in many teams I have seen anyway. So he's definitely someone that you look to in round eight, potentially Bateman as well. So either one of those, obviously Bateman cheaper, but I think Pat will score more consistently better. And hopefully Bateman's ribs get a, a good rest this week and he comes back and is a bit of a gun for this side. But I am worried about the Tigers long-term. And, you know, someone, if he leaves for the next little bit, and that's Abby Coruscant, if he leaves for Origin, which makes it even harder for them without Dewey as well. So Coruscant there, 55, and, and he becomes a, a half an option as well. If he can continue to play 80 minutes, which they had him do in this one, considering it was close, Simkin came on, I think, right at the end, uh, if, if I'm not mistake, mistaken there. We'll check at the bottom, but... Coro, definitely half an option considering he's down 132k. Didn't lose any money this week, so a clean break there. And, you know, we'll have to score 45 plus to, to start making money again. So that's Coruscant, but definitely a solid one. Cardi Party, it lives on. 30k gained. Uh, we're up to 557 now, 307 overall. I picked him up after the first week, give me about 250 in price rises and averaging 50, guys. So. If he keeps hold of that edge spot next week, there's no reason why you should move him on. And at 53 uh, points in this one, he's still got some cash to make. If he continues to average close to 50, then he still has 150K to make. So another low break even, it'll be next week, somewhere in the 20s again. If he keeps hitting 50s, he'll keep going up 30K every week for the next bunch. So can't run with 40 tackles in this one, just a one tackle break and 74 meters. Just did his thing. And, and that's exactly you know when he plays well. In fantasy, is just when he gets in there, he doesn't run out of the line. He just makes his tackles, gets his gets the job done. It's, it does seem like he's very fit for the most part. Like, unless he cops a bit of a knock, which sometimes happens, he's just easily, you know, it doesn't look like he's uh, he's puffing or anything. So, and that's why they're giving him the full 80, just his fitness overall. So, at least a testament to him there that he's fixed up his discipline in his errors. And, you know, sometimes we'd hope that he, he throws out the offload, but just for fantasy. But, you know, in terms of footy, he's been a much safer player for him, which is good. Panasini there, 49. So again, one of those clear options. I said he's at the 600K mark, which a lot of those other centers are at. If you watched that previous video, I really suggest checking that out to have a, have a crack at all the centers that 
that we've got there available around that price, but he's definitely one of those guys that could be a great selection over the next few weeks. You know, tackles well, runs you know for about his 150 every week, and has these attacking stats in there as well. Brownie, he has lost a fair bit of cash now, down almost 100k. Hit a 47 last week, but really for him, the main worry is that he's not averaging 50. And, you know, it can get a little bit easier for him, but he thought that would be the case in this one. And it really wasn't to be. Just had that one try assist, you know, off the off the great kick from Moses. And that is all there. All right, Stafford Tower, he's uh, down a fair bit in cash, but up 22 this week was helpful for him. And a bit of an awkward price and a bad team. I'm, I'm going to, you know, stay clear of Tower, uh, even though he has, you know, the dual position and is, is half cheap. Gutho, a decent one for him. You know, potentially just an option over the buy period if you if you need someone there. But, you know, because he won't play Origin, but yeah, not really a great option there. Stainsy, a better one for him at 43 with that nice try assist at the end. Ran for good meters. Just had that really one bad play there with the drop. Other than that, a much better one for him. Hopgood is an interesting one we need to speak about. He's down 13K now, so down to 717. And, you know, really, I think this is going to continue. He had no tackle breaks in this one. He had an offload, just the one there. Before missed tackles early on in the game wasn't ideal for him and people that own him. Meters gain was solid, just not a really, really a nothing game. And look, if he gets 45 to 50 minutes regularly, he can still hit the heights of the 50 plus, but that does involve him getting tri-assists and, and you know, the like there. And he just doesn't look like what he did in that first few games, if I'm being honest. Like, the, the amount of work that he was putting in, the amount of uh, effort and, and effort plays, I would say, around the ruck, that he was you know getting opportunities around there, being able to put guys through gaps, being there for line breaks and stuff. It's just not happening anymore, and I can understand why you would look to move him on. I'm potentially going to use him to go to Hines or go to you know Harry Grant or a, some, a gun in a certain position. That could be the way I play it, but we'll, uh, we'll work that out over the next few days, that's for sure. Stefano with a 38, so up another 8K, and his uh, money-making potential uh, is coming to a halt, but a great year for him at 143K. Well done if you do own him, but I suggest it's time to move on because he's not really going to get you much more than a 40 each and every week. Asuka Poa, down 9K, but a 36 for him uh, in the centers now, so changing week to week. Offangawe, another big drop, so again, watch out, watch out for him over the next few weeks at 6.15 now. If there is any injuries to those middle forwards, then offer will be the play. But uh, you know, obviously with a buy next week, nothing to, to think about too much. Sean Lane, a 33, down 33K. So he was priced very high in the mid to high 70, uh, 50s there. Uh, mid to high 700s, I should say. And yeah, he's someone that definitely you need to keep on your radar if he can get a spot. He looked okay without being great in his first game back, which is completely fair. Twali there, 31. Sean Russell, people will look at this week. He made 5K on his uh, starting price. 324 he is now. And likely if he gets named in the centers again, that he would get the center jewel, I would believe, if he, he gets named there again. But they do have Wanga Blake to return. Apparently he had a bit of a poor game in New South Wales Cup, thanks to a bit of the intel uh, from my private group guys. Uh, so Russell, you know, move back to the wing. Is that exciting? Look, he could have some decent games, but you know, on that right wing, potentially it would be for Dunstar, who you know, finally got his uh, first game in a long time. Uh, that's that. And Russell could be, you know, potentially be an option, but... Yeah, a bit of a worry, to be honest with you, at this point, as to you know how he could go. Especially when you see you know potentially a few of the options that people brought in, like Hands haven't been able to do very well with a 16 in his 28 minutes, and he's made 5K this week. So a little bit the week before, 5K this week, he you know, is not going to get the great opportunities that we saw him get in the first game, and, and that's very unfortunate. I would personally suggest someone like Sonny Luke over Hands just uh, has a bit more upside, I would think, and you know being able to play more minutes, like we saw. 
Glory, 25 is the last one on the list. Yeah, Simkin there, nine minutes for Neg 1. Uh, and then Dunster for Neg 2 in his full 80. So very sad one for him in his in his uh, return. Three errors and four missed tackles. Not great. But Glory, 25 in 54 minutes. So he's an interesting one. I think you definitely hold on to him, guys. Made 39K. That 25 uh, brings his break even up a little bit higher. But still, if he can get you know minutes like that, there will be games where he gets 35, 40, 45, and, and the like, getting offloads, tackle breaks. Uh, there. So had two errors in this one, no missed tackles, but no attacking stats at all. So that is Blory, and that is that game. So let's move into my team, and uh, updates were kind. I knew they were going to be with, uh, you know, Walshy going down, Carrigan going down, and, you know, uh, my additions in Suali'i uh, and the like in that first game. So drum roll, please. We are in the top thousand. We're back, baby. What a journey it's been. I told everyone here on the channel that it was going to be the, the year of the comeback, that's for sure, considering I was at 35k after round two. Went 24K, 4.2, 1,300, and now in the top 1,000. Only using one trade last week and leaving 356K on the bank. Could have been a lot better if I bought in Walshy, but it didn't happen, and that's okay. Still ended up with a really nice score of 939 in this one. So let's look at that setup that we had here. Everyone on our bench did a great job. We loot Katoa, but we decided to leave him out and go with Cartwright hoping that he would be able to beat that score. And, and, you know, thinking that we'd most likely get 80 minutes out of him. If he lost 20 or 30, he'd still be able to score probably better than the 29, most likely. He's had that one low game, but uh, that's not going to happen every week. As I said, I got a little bit upset with the Chester one that he got, you know, very low minutes, which, you know, it was always a chance, but hoping for a bit more. Just got the four there and he goes up, I think, 9K. So nothing special there. Murdoch Masilla, I believe, holds his <laughs> held his price there, 277. Uh, we've got Talao down there, and Isaiah Katoa went up 20. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 4K. So good news on that front with Isaiah that we brought him in and, and he's able to make a bit and hopefully he can average 30 over the next period and, and we can get sort of 100 or so thousand extra from him. I said Cardi went up, Hosking's up big time. We've got um, Hopgood potentially on the on the chopping block. And you look at Trent Leoro, and he's an interesting one as well. He went up about uh, 18K, I believe, for, for Trent there. And, you know, did a did a good job over this bunch of bunch of weeks for him. And he's averaging close to that 40 mark. And, you know, decent, decent efforts. But really, overall, not, not you know, crazy special that we can keep him long term. His last three averages 47, which is good. But averaging 42.7. Up 18K last week, and he could be one of those guys getting closer to, to his peak. His break-even is going to be a little bit higher, and you know, if he keeps getting 40s, he'll uh, your low 40s there, he'll make a tiny bit more, but he could be one of those guys that we do look to move on over the next few. So Trent, not highly owned either. 
Uh, so if we do trade him out, it's not like we're missing out on anything crazy if he goes absolutely bonkers. But I doubt that he's going to be one of those guys that, that does that. When you've got Eli Katoa, who's a 634 now, only a little bit, yeah, 111K more than Trent has much more upside. And I think he could be one of those guys that, you know, if you did trade him out, he could come out and get an 80, whereas Trent's not going to be that guy. So he's potentially going to be a trading target out for me this week. Murray went up, Haas went up, Ford went up big. Katoa went up, as we said. Cleary up big as well. Johnson up to 811 now. Crazy, amazing. Uh, Lemuelu only up four, I believe. Uh, Alamotti up a tad. Or is he down a little bit? Should be down a little bit. Uh, but Miller killing it at the moment. Warbrick at 375. Suwili at just over 500. So my potential trade-out targets this week, Warbrick is one of those in the chopping block. Suwili, I think, is probably a hold. There's so many trade possibilities this week. It's crazy. So Warbrick potentially. Chester definitely, depending what happens uh, with the, the wing for the Cowboys. But I still think even Chester on the wing is not going to be great when the Cowboys aren't playing that well. Lemuelu is safe. You know, do we want to bring in a, a decent center? Do we want to bring in a decent fullback? I think fullback is definitely the one we need to improve. If that's the case, we might not be able to get rid of Warbrick. It might have to be a hold of Warbrick. Chester's out. Liero's out. And maybe Hopgood, depending if I want Hines as well. So with the 356 in the bank, I could go Hoppy to Hines. And then it's kind of a little bit sideways. That's why I say Lioro probably to a gun wing fullback. And then Chester to one of the cheapies, whether it's a Sonny Luke or a Hame Sele, these types of players there is uh, the general thoughts at the moment. But yeah, that's uh, that's my squad there, the 938. Let's go into the overall rankings now and you know have a, a good look at that. So a few really good scores up top and, and just brings us a little bit further away, but nothing crazy there. So I think it's what, 276 there that we're, that we're behind, which is, is nothing crazy at all. Um, 274. There you go. Is is what we're how far we're behind. They're from number one, and and they're ahead by nine, which means it's very close up top. 270 odds, nothing crazy. And if we're looking at squad value now, I'm up to 12.378. When you look at all these top teams, and you know, I have a little bit more than uh, the number four in Oha, but oh, oh sorry. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the guys are up there in that 12.6, 12.7. There's a 12.4. Uh, yeah, 12, 5, 12, 6, 12, 7 is kind of the, the main there. And then down to 12, 5s as we get a little bit lower, 12, 4s and 5. So if you're sitting anywhere over that 12 mark, I think that's positive. I'm very happy with where mine's at at the moment, considering it's not too far away from a lot of the, the top 50 teams. So if you had, yeah, said so anywhere around that 12, 1, 12, 2, you'd be pretty happy with. And, and we're such a long season to go. We have 21 rounds remaining. It's, it's very exciting that we're not too far away from these top guys. And they're going to have to make really, really good decisions over the you know, next bunch of weeks and over that buy period to, to stay that high. And you look at this team here, uh, clapping these. We got Miha, as I said, at 1,015 was the score in that past round. So really good scores across the board. Obviously having Walsh and the Hammer was good. Playing Alamotti and Warbrick, not so good, but the bench was good there. Avoided uh, scores from Nicarima. Did trade in Nicarima though, so that's not a great trade in so far. Uh, but Blory, Katoa and to allow there on the bench. So interesting what they do this week and, and what a lot of uh, players do and how many trades a lot of these top teams have made. We'd have to look at uh, footystatistics.com to find out how many trades they've used. So you can just type in, go to Team Analyzer and you can type in their names and you know, have a look at where those teams are currently at in terms of uh, in terms of trades used as well. Grant, they're at 983. So you know, most of these guys are getting, ending up with good scores. Obviously, Boydie and you know, with his extra five points for the try save was good for those that needed him. We're still playing Ryan Sutton, which is not good. Uh, Captain Cleary and good interchange there. But again, so many decisions to make. Guys like Camp 
Warbreak, Alamotti. What do you do with those guys? He obviously avoided the 18 from Alamotti, which helped, but has Sloan in there. So yeah, do you just hold Sloan? Do you make decisions with him? What do you do with a second gun half? You're missing out on that. So plenty of question marks for this team as well. What to do with Sutton? Um, yeah, so yeah, not none of these teams are perfect either. So that's the good, good, the good news to see there in that one. Even this team here, Vice, Cleary, and Captain Haas. It didn't you know kill him too much, but definitely stopped him from scoring what 100. That would have been close. A uh, thousand, sorry, just close, just under there. But you know, having Walsh in there was a good one. Having Johnson, Brayley. So there's a fair few issues in, in this squad as well. Brayley to get rid of, Trindle, um, Burton, a solid one on the interchange, but Metal Casilla not, not going, doing great there. Um, and then, you know, percent, potentially some other things to do with, with Warbrick and the like. So nothing perfect overall in these in these three. Let's go through uh, the next leagues there. So have a look at my head-to-head -head ones and where I'm ranked in that. And then the Battle of the Podcast is always fun as well. So I'm 147th in my uh, community there, which is cool. Private group, we have three people in the top 100, which is great. So I'm ranked in the top 1,000 and I'm 15th. So there, that means there's 15 out of the 105 that are in the top 1,000, which is which is good so far. And yeah, three in the top 100. So I think one of our guys, Aobi, which I'll give a shout out to in here, is currently ranked, I believe, uh, 27th. I believe, before the updates we had there. So we'll have a quick look there. Uh, 29th, there you go. So uh, 20, 29th for Ayobi, 76th for Ryan, 97 for Maddie, And then we've got a few guys in the 300s in Liam uh, Jr. there, 330, crazy. Um, yeah, so plenty of, good, plenty of good totals there. Fantasy Phil and Sammy Boy, Will D, Tony and James all smashing me in the top 10. And then we've got Vinny, Ryan, John, Josh and myself. Josh ended up uh, updating to be ahead of me so how's that work he's ranked 972 where we're on the same uh unfortunately on the same score but uh and me bettering in this this week and he's ranked ahead of me so there you go so i'm tied with a bunch of people on uh on that same score which is uh cool but yeah plenty of guys in there scoop doing well at 1600 so that's uh that one in that league which is cool and then you'll look at all the head-to-head -head guys as well there's plenty of things here I got a couple of wins, so I'm fifth in the Gagarov, which is a tough one. Ham to head is a tough one as well. At eighth, uh, Ridley's Constellation Cup, and then Battle of Podcast. So managed to beat Adrian in this one. I end up at 8:27 without Cleary is a bit of a tough one. So that's that. Shout out to to Kossi who killed it, and we're six in the Battle of the Podcast, which I believe there's almost there's 22 of us, which is good. Shout out to Mark from the Fantasy Amateurs, who I think is like 100 something overall, which is crazy he's at five four nine one a big gap on ryan and then uh chris from rogues there at uh five four oh four callum stewart all just beating me and then you know jack's just under me there so we're very close in in updates and we head down we got eddie there scoops in there at ninth, so we're pretty close he's uh, in the top two thousand and who else we got here unfortunate for joshy and, and tk both very close to each other four points of difference but tk missing out on uh cleary in this one is a tough one. Having Walker at 35, no Cleary is pretty tough there. Uh, injury for Thompson, got Stags to worry about, Hopgood to worry about, and you know, how to get Cleary and also Heinze Boy. That's the, the big ones here in this squad for the Islanders FC. Thankfully, a great score from Walsh. But 829 is a bit of a killer. And you know these guys down here in that sort of 15th and below, really dropping back a fair bit from the top guys at 5,200. 5, I'm at 5.380 and then you know, market 5.941. So really need to start making moves over the next few weeks to, to get things right going forward. And uh, yeah, big congratulations to everyone who's doing really well. Thankfully, I have been able to improve myself. So
Okay, round six wasn't so bad for the people squad. A solid score of 941 there. Just outdid uh, my team there by two points. And that does include unfortunate score of Tamari Martin. So we decided to not play Warbrick and play Tamari Martin instead. And, and were six points worse off, unfortunately. But, you know, good score with Reese Walsh down there. Having Haas, obviously, there. Grant was solid with 50, but not great. You know, Cleary and Johnson there, the big ones. And a really lovely bench. You know, Tanner Boyd scoring 40 in this one as well. So... Uh, into an overall score of 5252 and an overall rank of 4547. Leaves us in a pretty good space there. We have 20, 28 trades left, so I've saved two and have 19k in the bank. So if you're looking at potential guys that didn't play out in this one, obviously Cody Nikarima wasn't a great trade in on first glance. He did have a sin bin, so didn't work out great that way. But guys we need to move on from, obviously Tamari Martin. So potentially a good wing fullback will be our ploy with Martin being the sacrifice, sacrificial lamb in this one. So 378k, we have the extra 19. It doesn't leave us many options. So could be a downgrade upgrade option across the park. And, and I'm not sure how we're going to play it, but I know people will be looking at Carrigan as an option to move on from at 709k. We have Trent Leoro as well at 523. We have Hopgood. So a few question marks here. I don't know if we can try and get Johnson, but we'll let the people decide on that one. You've got, you know, Warbrick, um, you know, Cody Nikarima, Katoa. There's plenty of low guys in here. So how do we get up to Hines? I'm not sure if we can. So, yeah, the trade-outs will be an interesting one. We do need to fix the wing fullback position. And if you are part of the uh, people squad trading uh, team, then that's something we definitely need to look at in this one. But overall, big improvements for the squad. And we did pretty well in our matchup for the uh, Community Cup. So we won that one, which was great. And yeah, 941 for us, 884 for Fantasy Lounge Community, who were leading the comp before this week. And, and we sneak into, I believe, five wins on the trot, which is good. Signs there. And I believe it's the three blokes. Yeah, the only, no, sorry, the only lads that are us who have uh, you know won four in a row as well, but have a better uh, amount of points scored. And... Uh, had some easy matchups at 4 8 60. So we're only uh, winning five, four in a row, five out of six. We only have a points differential of 36. So the team, the, the week we lost, uh, we got pumped, and then all the rest we've been a uh, really close game. So that's where we're at the moment. Top four is pretty well set at the moment. And then you got the groupies, men of uh, the table in three wins under that. And then we got some negatives there. Five L's on the trot for Talking League, unfortunately. Uh, and the, uh, the rest of the guys need to step up their game if they want to catch up to us. But uh, the only lads in a good position point scoring wise are 5376 and also the Fantasy Lounge who are in the uh, the top 500 as well. So doing great work there. I think they just dropped down to just under my score. I think I'm 5380. So they're just around that top thousand at the moment. So very, very good for the people squad as well. We're making strides, we're improving and it's exactly what we wanted after a very tough couple of rounds. But a big thanks for, for checking in and and showing interest in all the rankings and where you're at in comparison to other teams. It's really cool to see. I love looking at that at the end of the week. That's for sure. See you later, team. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.